to Light Treason News, everyone. Pop culture, politics, and a sprinkle of treason. I'm joined today, once again, by Rachel and Chloe. Hi, 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 hi. Nope. Again, they <laughs> Chloe bailed it. on that. They Chloe it. I was waiting for the right beat. You guys, you guys will get it one day. One day. One day. <laughs> We're going to crush it one Before day. Before the thousandth episode. <laughs> It'll be good. Or on the thousandth episode, we just like go out with a big old bang. Oh, can yeah. Start Nobody spreading the news. <laughs> Suicide pact, right? <laughs> yeah. That's, I, that's 100%. Blood cool. sisters. You um, you, nobody can see this, but Allison and I, obviously, but Rachel's sitting like a feral <laughs> child. She is crouched like <laughs> no, she's sitting normal. She's you have literally she's been <laughs> commenting on the way I sit in every situation. You know, um, guys. That, um, hey, Chris, guys. Hey. Fuck. Hey. You, you can't fight. Oh, no, we're this is into the show. Okay, fine. But it's insane. What were you going to say? I'm comfy. Um, that ca- I can't remember. It's an SNL character that Chris, someone does. Chris uh, Kattan? Yes. The, when he's like on the oh desk. God, I know. <laughs> when he's like right the monkey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Rachel is sitting. She, she actually is. She is sitting like 100%. that. 100%. I have to admit. So I'm much. comfortable. So, guys, I realized on yesterday's episode, because we were recapping Chloe's insane drug-fueled <laughs> binge, <laughs> That we didn't get to uh, uh, pop culture stuff. Yes. Yeah. So, and I will say up top, this will be spoiler free. So no one worry because I know everybody's very worried about spoilers right now. Your girl saw Infinity War. What? And I'm emotionally Marvel. wrecked. Allison goes, oh, no, I can't say it. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, in the same. Oh, wait, I didn't tell you a spoiler, did I? Um, no, but I think what you said might hint to oh, a spoiler. Oh, yes, yes, yes. But I think everybody knows that, but you're being very cautious. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, but uh, in the same day, you guys, I saw Infinity War and the season two premiere of The Handmaid's Tale. Jesus. Which w- w- wrecked me. Wrecked. Ruined me. Ruined. Buried There's a storyline in it. And again, no spoilers, but I was just like, this is so real. Yes. It's somehow more yes. real than season one. It feels like it can happen, like it will happen. And they show, and I don't think this is a spoiler, but they show a lot more of like what happened before. Yeah. So like the breakdown of society and it's done in such a real way. Uh, It's so, it, it, I mean, the reality of where everything Gilead is at is so bananas, Mm -hmm. but the transition there is so grounded that it's like, Oh, this is terrifying. This could totally happen. And, yeah. and in fact, what's so scary about it is they incorporate elements that are happening already in our yes. society as like the whole show feels like a warning. Yes. Where they're just mm-hmm. like, this is this stuff is happening already. And here's where it could lead, which uh, is why it feels so real. And like the acting is bananas and the writing is so good. So it's just so it's so well done. Honestly, Probably one of the goriest things I've ever seen happens in the first episode, and I watched. Yeah, and Rachel's I did hide under my covers. Very squeamish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hid under my covers and fast forwarded, but yeah, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> uh. you know, it's because everybody talks about how heavy it is, and it is very heavy, but it also has this real biting wit that makes it very watchable, uh. like very dark humor. Um, and it's a good balance because I think if it didn't have that amazing writing and if Elizabeth Moss wasn't the lead, I don't know if I could watch it, no. but it is really like, so well done. Yeah. Her character is so great and just is so, um, I don't know if tough is the right word. She's, 
I, I do like the word tough, but it's like she has this like no bullshit mentality where it's like she can be in she can be in like the toughest of situations and have that biting wit like have that yeah that bit of like she well, has fuck this, that like, <laughs> she has a streak of resistance in her that like is never extinguished and it's mm-hmm. Every time she just like it kind of flares back up, you're like, fuck yeah. <laughs> you know? I love her. It's so good. Mm. Have you seen season no, one, Chloe? You I, gotta get on it. I'm scared. Can you, you should get be. off this couch? Okay. Bye. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Do you have Hulu? I do. So we could watch it with Chloe. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah, be me. Hell yeah. Yes, I'm in. Okay, fine. All right. We won. Uh, uh, am I gonna cry? Is it that yeah. kind of show? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes, we'll tell you right now. Guys. Also, I'm going to get to your guys' pop culture cool. uh, recs in a Hell second. Yeah. But before we get to that, I have a Patreon. Yes. Patreon.com slash Allison Kilkenny. If you sign up at the $5 a month tier over there or higher, mm-hmm. you get to send questions that we'll answer on Light Trees and News. And Emma sent one Emma. that I thought you guys would have a lot of insight into Ooh. answering. Yeah. That's exciting. So they want to know, uh, I'm moving to New York next year for college. And I was wondering if you have any non-conventional tips on how to stay safe in the city, especially as a woman. Ooh. Oh, you know what? I find this funny because, and maybe this is because I'm me, um, but I don't feel unsafe often. Mm -hmm. Same. Um, And (laughs) I, I was laughing because this guy stopped me in my neighborhood and like asked me for a direction to the train but he was looking for a stop that was further away and I was like oh well there's there's one that's like right down the street and he was like yeah I don't want to go to that one it's not very safe and I was like I go there that's like my train station (laughs) and he's like look at me I'm from Long Island and I was like you're you're a racist that's what he meant he's well he was black yeah I was like, you're a tall He's a black guy from Long Island I was like you're scared to go I was like you're a tall black man I'm a tiny white woman, whatever. Like I, first of all, why also my neighborhood safe in Long Island what? with all the fucking racists, <laughs> right? Yeah, it was so weird. And he like, it, yeah. Anyways, I mean, he's like that there aren't racists. He was like, I will city. not go to the Utica stop. And I was like, dude, what? it's. I was like, if you don't want to, because there's one entrance that's like by a bunch of like stores and like people hang out around yep. there. And at night, I guess I could see how that would be like intimidating. Mm. So like, if you don't want to go that way, you can walk through like half of a little park. And he's like, I have to walk through a park. I was like, it's not a scary park. It's like a half. I've, I've been through that park. It's yeah. a, like a bit of grass. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, how to stay safe. Um, don't grow up in Long Island. Yeah. <laughs> don't be that guy. I mean, I think I will say this. I think that. We have lived in the city long enough where if other people heard things that happened. Yes. Like we've all been followed. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, So if you hear that, it sounds very scary because it is scary. um, But you get used to certain things. I th- there are basic tips for like if something like that happens. Get on your phone. Get yeah. on your phone. Go to Do a public place. Do not make eye place. contact. Go to a public place. Go to a bodega or a grocery store. Yes. Um, don't go where you can be cornered or isolated. Mm-hmm. Um, Always pop in. Just bodegas are your best. Are, and yeah. they're everywhere and they're open. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's there's the conventional stuff that it sucks to have to tell women to do because why should the onus be put on you? But yeah. yep. 
If you drink, don't drink too much. Watch your drinks. Don't I, leave your drink unsupervised. Go out with friends. Have a buddy system. Yeah, so I, I went to college in the city. And my, like, oh, God, I was, like, a mess. But I never went, like, I tried to never leave or go to a bar without at least, like, a buddy. Right. Which was just, like, I feel like baseline, don't go out alone. Right. Yeah, and I know, too, like, I, and this isn't even a drunk thing. This is an I'm a sleepy person thing I fall asleep on the train a lot so I know if I'm going home late and I'm worried that I'm gonna fall asleep on a close to empty train Mm -hmm. and I don't want sketchy stuff to go down yeah I take a car which yeah you know but I know for me personally that's like what I need to do yeah right right I don't want to be asleep in a public place yeah and I mean um (laughs) I I don't know. This is like darkly funny. That's why I'm laughing. But like if I'm going on a date, I tell Rachel and Chloe I'm going on a date. Yeah. I share I my send, location. I send a photo of the guy. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I'll yeah. Like, send you guys text half joking like, hey, this person sent me this message or like did this. If I die, it's them. <laughs> it's them. It's them. I also, yeah. uh, if I'm like really being like followed or like something like super sketchy, yeah. I like always have my keys in my pocket, so I'll just like wrap them around my finger. Yeah, I just make, in case. I make knock, like, yeah, like yeah. little like keen. Yeah, knife. and I mean, here's the thing: people who live in the city aren't more or less shady than people who live elsewhere. It's no. just it's a numbers game. There's, There's a more lot, people, yeah, a lot more guys. So the chances of you running into a shady guy are heightened tremendously. So. You know, I've I have many friends who like, and this isn't to scare you, but this is just like living in the city who have been mugged, who you know, and it sucks and it's scary. None of them have been hurt seriously. Right. Um, they're shaken up for a few days. They're pissed off because they have to cancel their credit cards. Yeah. Or 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 they're like, you know, um, especially if it happens to a guy, they feel a lot of like shame or embarrassment, mm-hmm. which they shouldn't. Um, it sucks, but you know, like. You, I don't want to say you get used to it because that sounds like you get used to being abused. But like, right. but honestly, though, I had more sketchy things happen to me, or I felt more unsafe more frequently when I was in college right. in yeah. Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. Because it's more, it's. I don't think it's a city thing. I think it's no. the situation. Certainly not. Yeah. Well, like it's so rare to be, like, there's always someone else in shouting distance. I think, mm-hmm. generally speaking, that's another thing about New Yorkers that I don't think gets enough press or people don't know enough about as many shady dudes as I've had fuck with me I've had so many people be like stand up for me be like Mm -hmm. are you okay Mm -hmm. Chloe and I were on the fucking train we talked about Mm -hmm. this on the show and this dude was being gross and saying he was gonna whip out his dick three guys intervened two of them fought the guy full on fought full on fist fought the guy Um, it wasn't much of a fist fight because he wasn't fighting back (laughs) but destroyed him like people didn't just watch that happen they were pissed off that it was happening so there's also really good people who like won't be silent bystanders if you're like i need help and like verbal abuse like the amount of times i've made like knowing eye contact with other women like if something was done we know what to do yeah like yeah yeah. everyone's on the same page yeah like that's that's something that we don't talk about as much but like women looking out for other women and you know um guys who are actual allies being able being willing to be like are you okay you know stuff like that yeah especially because the culture has changed so much i think more people know it's not acceptable for guys to verbally harass women let alone like touch them in any way yeah um even the fact that there are subway advertisements now that are like it's not okay to touch people on the subway you know 
I, I don't know how much of an impact that has, but that's definitely a cultural shift because back in the day people were like, oh, what? So now I can't like touch you accidentally on the subway. It's like, that's not what we're that's talking about. No. Talking about a guy putting his hand up your skirt. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. So I don't like, know. Any other like tips? I don't think so. Yeah. I, don't think, I guess I always also, I mean, this is just like a life tip, but like I always have my, like if my phone, I don't like, I'm scared if my phone is not charged. Basically. Yeah, get a portable charger. Yeah. Portable charger, yeah. yeah. That's, um, that's just like life. Share your location. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is something <clears throat> a lot of women experience like um, guilt because they don't think their emergency is an actual emergency. Mm-hmm. So don't be afraid to like, if something really scary is happening, call 911. Yeah. 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 Better safe. Better safe than sorry. But like oh. women are conditioned to be like, I don't want to cause the fuss. Oh, mm-hmm. not me. Yeah. I did that when a guy uh, was very drunk and tried to get into my apartment. Yeah. Uh, I called 411 because yeah. I was like, ah, because I also have this thing in my head where I don't want to call the cops and they kill somebody. And then it's like he was just drunk and he didn't know what he was yeah. doing. Um, but I called 411 and they were like, hey, just so you know, you should call 911. <laughs> I tried to get into your apartment. That's yeah. an emergency. And I was like, really? And they're like, yes. Because you don't know what he would do. Yeah, and I was like, that's yeah, true. that's true. But, you know, congrats on getting in to a college in New York. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, hell yeah. If any of this sounds like overwhelming or scary, just know that everybody's a little overwhelmed and scared when they first move to the city. You're not alone. You'll get used to everything. You're going to thrive, baby. Oh, yeah. And honestly, like having having your move be in college like it's like a built-in community yes right there and read the words right out of my mouth oh my god i was gonna say that exactly (laughs) yeah so and yeah let us know how things are going feel free to write back into patreon yeah come to one of our shows come to one of our shows (laughs) let us plug so many comedy shows in the city that you could see aren't you excited emma (laughs) in addition to your getting into the the worst of your dreams and starting a new life you get to see us do improv comedy uh, oh, yeah, that's another thing. Welcome to New York City. Be prepared to get invited to a million comedy shows. Everything. <laughs> I'm rolling my eyes. <laughs> but come to ours. Ours, ours, ours are, are good. 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 Don't go to those bad ones. Yeah. Just uh, us. Guys, while we're still in the pop culture section, yes. what are you, Ricky Rex? Ooh, 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 ooh. Chloe and I have the same, well, we have, one of them is the same. We have one you of the have same. You have to fight to the death. I'm sorry. No, okay. no, we'll say it at the same time. Okay. One. Wait. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. One, One, two, two three. three. Janelle Monet. Um, Obviously. If so you're not good, listening so to it already, what the fuck? Take you a bite. Doing? Oh, such a good Ugh. song. Don't judge me. No. Uh, listen to it. Like, I feel like you go on and like, start. Don't shuffle through it. Like, listen, yes. start to finish. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and also watch the. Uh, video the movie that she put out because it's really the, good. like 40 minute one yeah. yeah yeah it's so good it's so well done um, i love this trend of is it a trend of two people have done it beyonce and janelle putting out like these accompanied like movies it. to their albums I are so it. cool yeah it's so it's so like surreal it's futuristic mm. uh the clothes in it i want yes. them all mm. did you um a bit tangential. Did you read her Rolling Stones article? I didn't. <gasps> oh my Is god! Is that when she comes out as? She's like, queer? I am a queer a black woman in America, and I'm just oh. So I read it like five times. It's so oh, Meredith and I were talking about this, where so I good. guess there's speculation that she and Tessa Thompson are a couple, and I was yeah. like, oh yeah, I so hope that's true. God, I hope so. <laughs> It'd be Ugh. amazing. Hell it's yes. like, well, it would also be really cool if they just have a beautiful friendship. And I was like, true, true, true. But how but hot would it be? <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah. 
Um, my other recommendation is Kate Nash's new album, which I can't remember the name of, which is, no, okay, hold on, give me a sec. Um, but it honestly, I love Kate Nash. I have lived for her since I was in middle school. Uh, Foundations was like one of my favorite albums that I listen to all the time. The album's called Yesterday Was Forever. Um, it is so good. Her sound is changing a little bit, but there's a lot of like old Kate Nash in there. Cool. Okay. Um, listen to it all. Awesome. Okay. Uh, my music. Haley Kyoko. It's Haley Kyoko. Uh, she has a new album. <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, it's, so a new artist called not new, new to me. Uh, I think it's called Milos. Milos. Oh, Milos. Yeah. Uh, M I L O S H. Oh, it's so vibey and good. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can't take credit for it. My office mate recommended it to me, uh, and he described it as uh, sipping coffee in Soho, or no, Sunday in Soho, sipping coffee and chilling. Yeah. And I was like, You played a little bit of it for me when we were taking the train to Newark, and it's so chill and soothing. I was like, ooh, okay. Also, it's like, some of it's like a little sexy, and I was like, ooh, Mark. (laughs) <laughs> I think that's his name. Is it? I th- I'm like pretty sure that's, that's funny. Uh, yeah. What? Uh, my office mate, Mark. Oh, I thought I thought you were saying Milos's name was Mark. Yeah. And I was oh, like, no, I have no idea. I was like, oh, so he just like stage name is way better. Can you imagine it was just Mark? Mark. Mark. <laughs> oh my god, I want to be an artist named Mark. Mark. <laughs> just trying to do like a share or Madonna, but your first name's Mark. Mark. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mark. Mark. <laughs> That's my uncle's name. Uh, it's it's a fine uh, name, but it's not a sexy good. name. Oh, no. It's not like Milos. Oh, Milos. Milos. Oh. Uh, great Rex, anything yeah. else? Um, I'm forcing you all to see Infinity War with me next yes. week. I'm willing. Westworld. Uh, Ooh, yeah, Westworld. baby. So good. Yes. Gory. Very gory, but so good. But so good. Um, so good. I haven't been watching anything... Uh, my reading recommendation is the same, but for different reasons now. Uh, Sex at Dawn still. I feel like you've it's been reading this book, book for so it's long. How long many pages? Book. Uh, it's like three hundred, but it's like you have to like digest what you're reading. Sure, sure. It's I get like that. a, a uh, research yeah. based book. I can't criticize you at all because since I stopped going to jujitsu, I have completely stopped reading. Really? I don't know if anyone's noticed, but I have not been <laughs> recommending books at all because I just don't. I need to reconfigure my schedule so I have a fixed reading time. Because I used to read on the subway on my way to jujitsu. That makes sense. That makes sense. So now I just don't. (laughs) don't Guys, um, I've been saving this conversation for this because it's part of the book. Yeah. So one of the things I oh it's so good. One of the things I said was like uh like so we have like obviously we live in a patriarchal society. What? Uh, Huh? Crazy. Sorry, I didn't want to. Since when? Uh, I don't know. It's like I'm a, I don't know, 2018, I think. Okay. Um, and but like they like make this point where like anthropologists and like sociologists, psychologists, etc., like are trying like are trying to find societies that are matriarchal, uh, where s- like sex is like free and like doing whatever, and they're like, oh, we can't like I'm got I'm They can't this. find. They any. There's no example. But there are they're just they can't they like um refuse to acknowledge it because men are so comfortable and happy in those societies 
they're like, oh, it it's not matriarchal, it's patriarchal. Oh, okay. But the authors of the book are like, no, that's a matriarchal society. So women wield their power differently. They just don't oppress people. That is a so matriarchal society. So patriarchy is so pervasive that even in a matriarchal society, the men in it think it's a patriarchy. No, the men don't. Everyone in that society knows damn well it's matriarchal. Our researchers can't like don't can't wrap their head around that. They're like, oh, that's okay. not matriarchal. The men are happy. But it's because women wield their power different and don't oppress people. The women aren't abusing the men. And yep. that's the only way a society can these exist. Research, these right. scientists are looking for something that mirrors our patriarchal society, which is oppression of that's people so below the men. That's so interesting. So we can't even yes. get like accurate research yes. on it. Unless we have women researching. Even the women are like, no, that oh, has to be patri- like it can't be matriarchal. Men are happy. Nobody's oppressed. Oh, that's so funny. It's so interesting. So the solution obviously is that we start abusing men. <laughs> yes. And, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yep, that's it. <laughs> Got it. Yep. Done. Done. Lesson Done. learned. Check by the patriarchy. The only way you get respect is if you hurt people. Yep, I got it. it. I got it. Uh, it also made this such an interesting point. Uh, I'm just like completely derailing this. No, that's uh, fine. Where like societies where like communal societies where like oh you share food and whatever like yeah. for the yeah. greater good. Uh, how societies view sex in that same way, and if you, and it just shows how like different our way of thinking is because they're like if you withhold sex from a member of the group, you are like going to be ostracized because why would you deny pleasure for someone else in the in the group wait that's a little confusing so like if someone was like have sex with me and i was like no no, i'm denying them pleasure because because everything's for the greater good and if because and you Mm. saying no is like well you're denying group like you're denying sexual pleasure for consent and but to us the because we have this set of like standards and like what we've already established like they don't view it that way it's just like oh yeah of course i'm that's i'm gonna make someone in my group happy of course it's the same disagree. thing disagree rachel and i disagree <laughs> yeah, yeah we're making I, a I'm side i agree i'm just saying here. it's interesting uh, we're I, that, both like Me. first point is a good point second point sounds like bullshit sex positive nonsense <laughs> from men who are like you owe me sex well it goes both ways women do it too but mm. I don't know. I thought it was interesting. Mm. I'm not saying I'm going to give sex to everyone who wants sex. <laughs> Chloe <laughs> thought it was interesting. Chloe's like, for the greater good. For the greater good, everyone gets sex. <laughs> no, I just think everyone should read that book. It's very interesting. Uh, th- the first point's a really interesting point. Yeah. yeah. How we can't even get like a grasp on the on, research. No, because we're so conditioned. Yeah. So that makes cool. sense. That makes sense to me. So mm. cool. Uh, guys... It's that time of the show. If you're new to Light Trees and News, how, here's how it works. It goes pop culture, bad news, and then good news to cap off the episode. So here, in the middle of the show, is your bad news. Kilkenny. Bad. Wow, if you had asked me, uh, uh, do you think you're going to hear your name, your last name wrapped in this episode, I would say no. I would have said no, and uh, but it happened. Sorry. Sorry. So, don't apologize. Sorry. Uh, so this is, uh, did I want to talk about this? Yeah, this fits in bad news. So we talked about the Golden State Killer allegedly being caught mm-hmm. uh, recently, and uh, Joseph James D'Angelo. But I wanted to talk about how the media is framing 
um, his story. Because whenever a serial killer is identified, or even if a serial killer isn't identified, and the press starts to try to figure out motive, mm-hmm. it's always a little messy, but especially in this case because <laughs> I talked about this on the show, how uh, there were witnesses to the Golden State Killer who thought he was saying, I hate you, Mommy, and it turns out he was saying, I hate you, Bonnie. Bonnie. Allegedly, because <clears throat> uh, Joseph James D'Angelo had been engaged to a woman named Bonnie Caldwell. She broke off the engagement for some reason. You know, maybe she know. got a bad vibe. It's <laughs> or, a bad, what's yeah. that called? Juju. 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 Uh, and so she breaks off the engagement. He apparently was very upset about it uh, to the point where he was crying after he allegedly assaulted people and saying her name and stuff like that so now some outlets are framing it as he did this because he was a jilted lover and because a woman rejected him Mm. which no you did it because i understand was it's a way for them to find or try to find a motive but it's blaming a woman essentially 100 percent. don't say no to men or or else you're gonna turn him into a serial killer You're denying, you're denying, denying the greater Because I did say I agreed with it. <laughs> it was interesting. <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, you know who to ask? No. What? what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> no one understood. <laughs> People know who to ask if they want sex. Um, but this happened recently. Remember the <laughs> kid... Remember the kid who walked into the high school and shot the girl? Yes. Uh, yes I'm yes, spacing yes, on both yes, their yes, names. Yes. yes, yes, yes but the media was framed that, that Nicholas Cruz? Or is that a different one? What's that? Cruz? No, no, no. Not no. Nicholas Cruz. This guy, oh, they had been dating, and, and she was a swimmer and broke up with him. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. And he came into the school and he shot her. And peop- the media framed it as he was a lovesick teenager. I know exactly who you're talking about, and the Nicholas Cruz keeps coming into my head. <laughs> no, Nicholas Cruz was the Parkland yep. shooter. But it still keeps popping. <laughs> so... When you say lovesick, when you say jilted lover, th- these are all ways to, fr- to put the blame on the woman. Because ultimately yeah. what you're saying is none of this would have happened had Bonnie Caldwell not rejected yes. Joseph James D'Angelo. That's not why he became a serial killer. No. No. He became a serial killer because he's a sick fucking human being. Wasn't he also already ransacking by then? doing stuff? I don't Probably. know. By then? Probably. I don't know that I don't have the timeline. I don't have a clear gra- grasp of the timeline. You can be certain that he uh, he had done something shady before Bonnie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, Bonnie was not the impetus for everything. Um, and also, motives are always incredibly... This is a big debate in, like, the true crime community. Is it nature or nurture? Um and it's always a combination of both. Yes. Yeah. There are people who fit the profile of quote unquote sociopaths who never hurt anyone. Yes. And there are In pe- fact, a lot of them are like CEOs. <laughs> well, and there are also people who have really hard things happen to them mm-hmm. and also don't kill people. Exactly. Yeah. Who are horribly abused, who are raped, um, psychologically tortured, and they never go on to hurt anyone else. Yeah. So it's incredibly hard to predict who will become a serial killer for that reason. Um, Some people who have had great childhoods and nothing bad happened to them end up committing crimes, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, That's what affluenza is, you know? Uh. Like people who have been handed every sort of privilege in their life go on to commit horrible crimes. Wasn't there someone who like claimed affluenza as a disease? Yeah. 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 And I think he got out. Texas. Yes, 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 yes. And they got out and his mom. 
they like changed their identities yeah. and fled the country. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, like they got could caught. not stop yeah. enabling him. Yeah, they got caught. Um, but he, like that kid, that kid grew up with every privilege afforded to him, and he went on to kill people. Mm-hmm. So you can't predict who's going to do what. But the media loves pinning the blame on women. If there's a school shooting, they try to blame the mom in some way. If there's a serial killer and they find out a woman broke up with him, they're like, it must be Bonnie. Bonnie did it. And it's like, no, can we just put the blame on who does the shitty thing, which is the man? Yeah. And I'm not saying it's not a complicated reason why it might have happened, but to oversimplify it and say, jilted lover, lovesick teenager, no, no. It's a factor of reasons, you know? Yeah. I, uh... I also just, like, uh, I have issues with, and I've talked about this on the show before, but I have some, I have, I I understand the innate interest in wanting to know, like, all of the details of the motive, and there's a lot you can learn from studying the motive, but I feel like the media is turning him into, and this happens with every, like, big serial killer or whatever, but a celebrity of mm. sorts uh-huh. with his name and his face plastered mm-hmm. everywhere. Like I would much rather the focus be, you know, placed on those who were victims. Yes. You know, well, that's why I love, uh, I'll be gone in the dark yeah. because Michelle yes. McNamara was always really, really great at not glorifying the serial killer. Like mm-hmm. for her, it was all about catching him and, and bringing him out yeah. into the light so that the victims could find closure. Yeah. Yeah. But the way she describes the victims and goes into their backstories, she humanizes them in a way where by the time you get to the ultimate thing, which is obviously what D'Angelo kills them or, and rapes them, you, you feel like you know them so well that the impact of it is like so gutting yeah. where it's like, I mean, you, you hate him. Yeah. It's not that you, he's glorified in your mind and you think he's a celebrity. You're like, we got to catch this motherfucker because yeah, yeah. he's a piece down. of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I just, I get scared about copycat stuff and see, but mm. that, that's another thing where, I don't believe that someone learning about the Golden State Killer in itself will motivate them to go out and become a serial killer. In itself, but... uh, Yes, I agree. But, I mean, it's happened to where, like... I don't know, like, after Aurora, there was that guy... But I believe those people would do it anyway. I think, like, people like that are so on the cusp that... Because conservatives use this a lot as an excuse for like censoring things because mm. they're like, you don't know who you're going to motivate out there. So we can't have violent video games because that's going to motivate oh, somebody yeah. to become a school shooter. And it's like, I, d- these motives are always so complicated. It's not one thing. No, no, no. One thing didn't happen to D'Angelo to make him go out and start killing people. Mm-hmm. He escalated over many, many years. Mm-hmm. He started as a ransacker. He would go yeah. into people's yeah. homes. He would take things. And he was becoming bolder and bolder. He started tying people up, mm-hmm. bolder and bolder. He wasn't getting caught. No mm-hmm. one was catching him. And then he eventually escalated to rape and then eventually murder. But that took a long time yeah, for yeah, him yeah. to get there. And that's another thing, too, where it's like, it took them 40 years to catch this guy, you know? Um, but that's, anyway, I have more bad news. <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. Okay. I, I could spend the hour talking about oh, D'Angelo. Yes. But um, I wanted to talk about... On yesterday's episode, we talked about Bill Cosby, and it's great that he was found guilty, but the need to hold other serial abusers and abusers accountable. So Tom Brokaw, who's one of the, our country's most serious 
uh, white newsman. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, he has <laughs> Is that your dark glasses. Yes, I'm a serious <laughs> newsman. I don't know what he sounds like. Um, has also been accused of sexual harassment by two women. And now over 60 women at NBC, including Rachel Maddow and Mika Brzezinski, have signed a letter defending him. What? Rachel <sighs> Maddow. Uh, they <sighs> defended his tremendous decency and integrity. And who else signed it? Uh, Andrea Mitchell, Maria Shriver. Uh, Mika Brzezinski on Twitter said, add me to the list. Hey, uh, no one uh, passed out the letter to me. No, can you, no one asked Mika uh, to sign it. Can you, <laughs> I was like, wait, can you <laughs> add me to the list? Thank you. So a lot of them are using the old excuse of like, but he helped me. He mm. elevated women. I don't yeah. understand why it's so complicated for certain women to understand while a dude might have been nice to you and helped you, that doesn't mean he didn't sexually harass other people. Uh, Listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blow your mind for a second. Oh, my God. Are you? Oh, my God. Those uh, two things, okay. being nice to one woman and not to another, those are mutually exclusive. What? What? I'm, I'm saying it. I'm sorry. No. I'm no, if someone Whatever. is nice to me, quote me on it. Nice to everyone. Uh, <sighs> sorry. Um, so, do you want to hear their full letter? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <coughs> As professional women, we fully endorse the conversation around abuse of power in the workplace. In the context of that conversation, we would like to share our perspectives on working with Tom Brokaw. We are current and former colleagues of Tom's who have worked with him over a period spanning four decades. We are producers, correspondents, anchors, directors, executives, researchers, personal assistants, editors, and technical staff. Tom has treated each of us with fairness and respect. He has given each of us opportunities for advancement and championed our successes throughout our careers. As we have advanced across industries, news, publishing, law, business, and government, Tom has been a valued source of counsel and support. We know him to be a man of tremendous decency and integrity. I feel uncomfy. Yeah. That might all be true, but then also... He could sexually harass women. Yeah. <coughs> I don't understand. Mm. Unless, like, oof, unless there is solid proof that there, I would never doubt a woman. Any, a woman. Yeah. Yeah. Unless there is solid, substantial proof that it's not true. Sure. But, like, how could you as, I don't know, I'm thinking of Rachel Maddow. How could you as yeah. this, like, all that's, I, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. But I just I don't understand being that certain that because you had yeah. this experience yeah. with someone, it doesn't make someone else's experience. Yeah. To me, we're not fully having the conversation about Me Too, sexual harassment, rape culture until we acknowledge that nuance where it's like, I don't doubt that Tom Brokaw helped Rachel Maddow's career and that he was a valuable counsel and good friend to her. Totally. I don't doubt that at all. But he can also be a sexual harasser. And that is so often the case. Very rarely does someone get accused of sexual harassment and everyone's like, yeah, I knew that guy. He was a piece of shit. Yeah. The reason people like Tom Brokaw and uh, Charlie Rose are able to operate for so many years is because they're enormously privileged, powerful white men, but also they probably do have a lot of good relationships with people they work with. So then when they are accused of stuff like this, people rush the, their defense and say, no, he's a good guy. And it's like, yeah. cool. He can be a good guy to you. 
Yeah. And in your experience, and also be a predator. All that's coming to mind right now is, uh, I think like a few months ago, that when that writer, I think yeah. his writer with Lena Dunham, who was like, yes. "Oh, me too." Yeah, of course, women, women, women. And, she's and like, then my immediately, my friend, my friend would never do that. I, it's I understand why that's very hard for <laughs> and people. You want to come to their defense, but, yeah, but to <sighs> me, that's the only time it counts. You know, where it's like being a feminist, being an ally. It's easy when it's someone like Bill Cosby or Harvey Weinstein you know very few of us have personal relationships with those two men they're serial predators no one was coming to their defense it's way harder when it's someone that so many people genuinely like and value and have positive experiences with and then also there are allegations against them that's when people you you really like separate the wheat from the chaff you know yeah Yeah. (coughs) man like, I get that it's hard when it's your buddy, but your buddy can be a piece of Dana, shit. Take a stand, man. That literally is the time to do it. Yeah. As a feminist, that's your fucking time. Yeah. You're not a, a feminist human. if you're like, hashtag me to solidarity. Except, Except if it's my friend, Bob. Because, you know, Bob's, Bob's a good guy. Or Mark. If he it's Mark, Mark, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it feels very hypocritical. And like, don't get me wrong. I know it sucks. You know, of like, of course it sucks. You don't want to realize someone you yeah, care for. Of course. Because it feels like um, it feels like you made a bad judgment, I think. Right. Yes. Which, right. Sure. Yeah. But then again, it. why would you go to then try to defend like that's when you in private have to cope with the fact that yeah. you have maybe maybe made a bad judgment call or maybe this person that you've idolized whatever like in your head thought of one way you have to deal with the fact that that person you know isn't the person you know or the Mm -hmm. person that you thought you would well it's i think don't go to ends to defend it's just so depressing when it like when one woman comes forward Mm -hmm. so many people dismiss her then it's two women so we're at two women right now right Mm -hmm. what is it 10 women like how many women have to come forward before you're like maybe this is true you know i don't know (laughs) Rachel Maddow, not you. Oh, I was, I was, I was so like, scared. Rachel's eyes got huge. I was like, is this like, a new segment? What do I know? <laughs> what do I know? Uh, guys. This is actually an intervention for Rachel. Um, oh, I'm yeah. Do Rachel I want to talk about that? No, I don't want to talk about that. So, do I want to talk about that? No, I don't want to talk about that either. <laughs> no. Uh, guys, before you leave for the rest of your day, I know you're probably feeling a little down right now. Well, don't. Because I'm about to leave you with your good news. We're talking about good news. Oh, honestly, not bad. Chloe just said, actually, that was pretty good. And Rachel went, was it? (laughs) (laughs) Was it? I mean, were you in key? No. But what's a key? What is is a cat? So this first piece of good news is like, quote unquote, good, I guess. Joy Reid at MSNBC finally kind of addressed the homophobic comments. It's still a very weak kind of apology, but she addressed the fact that um, 
she used to believe very homophobic things. Oh. And that the way she explains um, the comments on her website, because originally she was like, I was hacked. <coughs> and then I was like, no. there was no evidence that she had actually been hacked and no evidence that those posts had been fabricated. The way she explains it now is, I genuinely do not believe I wrote those hateful things. Uh, mm. She noted that they are completely alien to her. She also said that she understands why people wouldn't believe her because she had written homophobic things in the past. Okay. And so uh, I kind of feel like, so she admitted she grew up in a conservative household. Her thoughts on gay people have evolved. She said, I have not been exempt from being dumb or cruel or hurtful to the very people I want to advocate for. I own that. For that, I, for that, I am truly, truly sorry. Okay. So I think, you know, as progressives, it's like she has apologized. Um, I still wish she owned it a little more. Like, yeah. Joy, you wrote that stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm, that's very confusing. I don't understand why she would cop for some of it and not all of it. That's very confusing to me. Yeah. But I'm also kind of like... I maybe actually she has evolved so much. I this is a very generous reading. She's evolved <laughs> so much, mm-hmm. and she genuinely doesn't believe that stuff in her heart anymore. That when she reads that stuff, it feels like another person. It feels like another person, and also she okay. wrote a tremendous amount back in the day. Mm-hmm. I have seen some of my old articles that like I no longer stand by stuff I wrote, and I don't remember writing them. Yeah, I'm like that. It it's not my writing style anymore. I have no memory of writing it. I'm willing to believe that maybe there were a couple posts she saw and she's like, I don't remember writing this. And also, I don't believe this stuff anymore, so it seems like it's a different person. Yeah. Maybe. I think all we'll ever know for sure is that she has apologized for it Mm -hmm. now, and I think she should be commended for apologizing for it. Yeah. Yeah. There's still other stuff she needs to apologize Mm -hmm. for, like the horrifically transphobic stuff she said about Chelsea Manning. Yes. And calling her mentally ill when she came out as trans. But I feel like Joy is one of these people who keeps getting better on certain She's issues evolving, and yeah. that should be encouraged. And she is really good on other stuff. It, it's hard to defend her <laughs> because this was handled really badly, but I'm glad she apologized. Yeah. Yeah. I, good to know that she didn't look at those things and go, ah, oh, the good yeah. days. Yeah. Good old Joy. Oh. Right on the money again. <laughs> yeah, like, like the she's 50s. obviously, like, she's embarrassed. And that was yeah. probably why she was trying to distance herself from it because she's very embarrassed by it and doesn't believe it anymore. And she was like, that's not me. And it's like, no, that's you. Me too. I mean, it's like, at this point, an apo- one apology is better than no apology. Yeah. Because usually we get no apology. It just didn't make any sense. It's like, why would hackers even need to fabricate anything on your website when you have said horrifically transphobic yeah. and homophobic yeah. stuff? Like, Joy, no one needed to fabricate anything. We could go back yeah. in the archives. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I I get that it was tricky because, like, her whole brand now is being very progressive and inclusive. And it's yeah. like, wow, that kind of contradicts your brand yeah, yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. But... You also just have to own it. And also, as someone and who has been hosting a podcast for, like, over a decade, or podcasts for over a decade, um, I don't stand by shit I said in the past. Yeah. Like, I also feel like society has changed so much in the past, like, decade that we were all learning on the fly, yeah. you know? We're all evolving. It's, you we know, you're not going to have one opinion, and 10 years later, it hold true to it, maybe. Yeah. Like, it life changes you society changes as you were saying but the difference is I, I feel like if somebody went back to like episode one of my old podcast and was like 
this was transphobic, I would be like, yeah, it was, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I like, I didn't know it was transphobic because I was a, an ignorant person back then. But when I learned, I was like, oh, I won't say that anymore. Yeah. 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 I don't know why that was so hard, you know? Yes. Yeah. doesn't mean she's bad or. No, no it's also, I, I think encouraging that evolution in people and using yourself as an example of yeah. like yeah. growing and changing to become a more progressive person or these ideals that you now hold so true. Yeah. I think that's... And, like, we all fuck up. We, like, even when we think we're we're fully woke, we fuck up. I think of... I think of... Oof. I think... I, I get, like, icky feels mm-hmm. if I think of, like, things that I had said or yeah. thought. Oh, or sure. I'm not saying I was a horrible person, but, like... You didn't you know, know what I mean? Yeah. You changed so much in your life... I think yeah. it's hard. I don't know why, because I'm also, um, I tend to pick the road of least resistance. To me, it seems so much easier to just be like, you're right, I'm sorry. Then yeah. I was hacked. <laughs> These things were fabricated. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. That was in the news for like a week yeah. because she made up this whole, allegedly, made up this whole story yeah. that like no one could stand by. MSNBC couldn't stand by it. The security experts can stand by it. They're like, we see no evidence that yeah. this was hacked. Just like, no, no, no. They're good hackers. They're, they're, they're sneaky. So good. <laughs> they don't go into the code. Hackers, they take yeah. little men that go in your computer so you can't trace what? the code. Yeah. Just tiny little men oh who go inside and <gasps> they become the letters. What? The yes. little men poses the letters? <gasps> the little men poses the letters and then they disappear. <gasps> WikiLeaks. WikiLeaks. Is that what WikiLeaks <laughs> is? Yes. I get it They now. live in a land <gasps> of <What>? Wikitopia <gasps> and then... If it breaks a little bit, they leak and all the little men come Ew. out. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Saying little men and leak yeah. is what grossed us out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then, guys, finally, Woo. Um, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un has pledged to close the country's nuclear test site in May. Denuclearization. I can't <laughs> We're gonna take the nukes and put them away. Bye. So I have no idea if he really means it or not. Yeah. But he said it in front of the whole outside world. And they shook hands. They shook hands. What in touch Seoul. and tips? Uh, they didn't touch titties. It's a tips. Like oh. fingertips. <laughs> <laughs> fingertips. I thought, I thought, I thought said tits like too. The pact was sealed until people touched, <laughs> touched tits. It. And I was like, well, they didn't do that. So I guess it's not legally binding. Um, oh. So I guess Kim, we're not friends. And South Korean President uh, Moon Jae-in vowed complete denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula in the first inter-Korean summit in more than a decade. But the declaration did not include concrete steps to reach the goal. Shocking. But I feel like oftentimes those kinds of agreements start with symbolic agreements. I mean, even... I think just the meeting itself is like big. It was huge. It was yeah, huge. It was Let's not great. give credit to Trump for Absolutely it. No. <laughs> As no, conservatives no, no. are attempting to do. No. Also, yeah, it's a, a big step, but there's a lot that has to be done. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Guys, sometimes stuff can just happen coincidentally during a presidency and it's not the president I, who's caused it. That sounds insane. No, that's I not how it works. It's no. how it works sometimes. No. Yeah. yeah. If tomorrow mm-hmm. uh, a magic ball of uh, gold falls from the sky, mm-hmm. it was yeah. Trump. Nope. It was yeah. If I if I the aliens that if were I, dropping it, it was if I walk out, if I walk outside and there's two moose in my woods, that's 
That's just the two <laughs> moose in the woods. That's all that is. Well, you know what? I did poop this morning, and I said it was Trump. It's Trump. Why? Who made the choice for those insane accents? I was Rachel. That was Sorry. Rachel. It was Rachel, and we turned and it why up. Why did we match? That was weird. We turned it up. <laughs> Just three women in Fargo also, arguing do you about know, Trump. Do you know it started with a ball of gold oh. falling to two moose. That was pretty heightened. Yeah, you poop. <laughs> we went from crazy we to did ground. Yeah, very grounded. Literally grounded yeah. to poop on the ground. <laughs> yep. Wow. I was talking about in a toilet, but... Oh. Hmm. Guys... While we have a little bit of time left, I, I've been asking people this at the end of each episode. Has there anything you've seen in the city walking around that has made you smile? I never Love smile. That. Just kidding. Yeah, I, I haven't laughed in like five years. A lot. Try. Oh my gosh. Yes. It, is it has to be something I've seen or an experience that happened to me? Experience is fine. Um, so this Thursday was Take Your Kid to Work Day. Oh. And I volunteered uh, to be back up and take the kids to the park because mm-hmm. um, they were three like little. Oh, no, you took them to the park. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, because we're right by right. Madison Square Park. Right. Um, oh. So uh, there were three adults and then there are three like young children. So we each like had one and then the bigger kids we like let kind of like roam. Um Roam free in the city. <laughs> roam free. Uh, and those kids in went the to playground. <laughs> On the jungle gym. Good luck, kids. Good luck. Uh, here's an MTA card yes, and a $20 yeah. briefcase. <laughs> See you later, maybe. And a cigar. <laughs> you use that 20 right, you can turn it into 40. <laughs> right. oh my God. On Wall <laughs> <laughs> we just drop them off at the stock exchange. Um, no, but it was. this was the funniest thing. Kids are so weird. People, kids at the park kept thinking they knew me. Uh, this this kid I think was trying to pick me up uh, maybe eight comes up to me and goes hey and I was like hi meanwhile I'm like watching this like three year old and he's like do I know you and I was like no he's like I think I've seen you before you come to the park often and I was like no that would be the easiest kid to abduct ever yeah that was oh my god there was an American uh, wait what was it American dad episode where there is like some like weird sub storyline of a kid who (laughs) is like so primed for abduction Uh where like you just hear his dad off camera like this kid walks up to a a table of adults and he goes so what's going on we keeping this party going (laughs) his dad just goes jim (laughs) it was like that it was like that he was like trying to be smooth and then and then, like, immediately after, I walk over to tell this uh, my coworker, and I was like, oh, my God, I think that little kid was trying to pick me up. <laughs> and this little girl goes, do you know my sister, Abby? Uh, These kids are going to get high You look like my sister's friend. And I was like, no, how old's your sister? And she's like, 14. And I was like, I'm an adult. <laughs> I have a 401k. Little, little kids think you're either, like, 10 or, or like, 1,000 years old. Yeah. yeah, they have no gauge. Um, also... Are there parents not teaching them not, not to talk to strangers? To strangers. Also, or strangers? Do yeah. I have a familiar face? I mean, apparently. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Your face is weird. <laughs> Who else has it? Well, I've never looked at you and been like, you look like someone I know. I get that a lot. Like Rachel. But I have an Irish face. And Irish people are everywhere. Mm. So I get it. Everyone's like, you look like my cousin. I'm like, I probably do. Yes. I probably am your cousin. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that was like a fun yeah. afternoon at the park. I fell in love with the child. Well, that's great. In a platonic way. In in like a 
were you in my womb? I don't know. Creepy. Are mm. you mine? Maybe don't phrase nope. it that way. Yeah. Um. He, uh, yeah. Yeah. Just very sweet. Very platonic. Oh. Say platonic. Platonic. Right. I want to be his mom. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to be his mom. Say platonic. <laughs> Say uh, it, Chloe. Yeah. What have you seen? Uh. Or heard. Well, this isn't mine, but like mm-hmm. piggyback piggybacking Ooh. off of Rachel. God, every time I see kids, I really want them now. Really? Yeah. Like, oh my god. Anyway, <laughs> um, mine is I'm currently in a ASP, which is an improv class, advanced improv study, study program. Perform- Own it. Oh. Own it. Advanced performer. Performance. Uh, <laughs> and, the, and each ASP has like a theme. And this one is We Will Slay. And it's all queer performers. That's and the first time for an ASP, right? I think so. Yeah. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. And it is the. Taught by Lou Gonzalez. Lou Gonzalez. Props, props, props. He's mm-hmm. the best. He's great. Uh, that I cannot even begin to explain how like freeing that class is. Oh, and I just can't like imagine. the people. Like I don't even care about the improv in the class. Just like the people in it are so mm-hmm. like immediately we were sharing like deeper stories than like 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 tell anyone. I have it a was question. Immediate like intimacy because we're in a very progressive community at mm-hmm. UCB, but we still have like a lot of problems. Obviously, with yeah racism and misogyny and stuff like that do you when you're in like a regular improv class mm-hmm. with the straights the straights do you ever worry about like homophobia and scenes and stuff i don't worry about, uh i think i know how to handle it well enough mm-hmm. where if it comes up in a scene i can like spin it and like right. make it fine uh but there was a point lou made and i think i told rachel this yesterday at some point uh he made a point where it was like we as perform- queer performers or queer people spend so much time in the closet. You learn to put up this wall and you learn to hide part of yourself and it, it mask like your vulnerability. Yeah. So on stage, the best way to be a good performer is to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So we have this we have to like consciously take this extra step. Mm. And in this class, like that's just kind of gone. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Which is that's really cool. So cool. Yeah, I remember. This is will sound like it's widely off topic, but I swear it's related. <laughs> I remember in high school, <clears throat> I was friends with this guy who was in the closet mm-hmm. for all four years up until the end of senior year, and then he came out, and he was much more flamboyant. Mm-hmm. And I remember one of my straight friends, straight dude friends, being like, "Why does he have like a, the gay voice now?" Quote unquote. And, like, I had to be, like, that's his real voice. And he was putting on a straight voice for four years. But can you imagine not talking in your own voice for four years? Like, Like, that's insane. Yeah. But, I mean, so many people have to do that. And sometimes it's just, like, a survival tactic. And I get it, you know. But that kind of reminds me of, like, yeah, not having to take that extra step of, like, oh, I have to present myself a certain way for these people because yep. they're so fucking uptight and scared. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel mm. concur. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's so awesome. my good. It's it's like an ongoing good thing. Uh, your shows are in June? Yeah, Off June during Pride, baby. Oh, Hell my God. Yeah. Pride Hell and yeah. DCM. We oh are trying to sell those gosh, out. You're, you're going to die. die. Uh, literally, Lou goes... Uh, <laughs> we're going to be going out. We've gone af- out after every class and we're yeah. going to go out after every show. Lou goes, please come. Uh, <laughs> Lou goes <laughs> during class. He's like, uh, so we need to get a list of gay bars we're going to after every show. Fuck these straight bars. We're not doing that. <laughs> and I was like, absolutely. Yeah, don't give them money. <laughs> I'm sorry. What weekend is Pride? Uh, second to last weekend of June, okay. I believe. Good. I just want to make sure I was in yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. If you were out of town. That would be so sad. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. You're going to be in town for DCM, right? 
When's DCM? Oh my god! Last weekend of June. yes, yes. Oh. I'm gone at the beginning of June. Oh, okay. Just okay. so everyone okay. listening knows, yeah. if, um, <laughs> if you don't hear, if from you're on me, Rachel, watch. This is where she's gonna. Where are you going? Yeah, I'm gonna be. Well, we're going to Cuba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, we go in at the end of May, and then we come home, and then that Thursday. I leave to go to Arizona and oh I'm in Arizona God. for two weekends. I couldn't remember You're where you were going. So weeks? I'm gone for three weekends. Oh, I'm going to miss you so much. Well, you so much. One of the two weekends I'm with, one no. of the three weekends I'm with you guys. But there's two weeks. That's a long time. I know. What if I change my things. hair while you're gone? I'll send you photos of Chloe. Okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> It'll be like, I was in India for two weeks. It's the same. And it was so sad. That was so long that we missed I did you. Yeah. so long. But you had social media, so that was a little. Yeah. Like, and I'll be in the country so I can text Wait, you. Wait, can we FaceTime? We never FaceTime. Let's FaceTime. Time. We can FaceTime, <laughs> you weirdos. Herschel's like, that's a very basic thing we can do. But yes. we've never FaceTime. That's crazy. I don't. I mean, it's not crazy because we see each other at least. This is like two real to three life times a week. Oh right yeah, now. yeah. But we true. see each other. Why would I? Although because it's be like fair, fun. when I saw you at practice the other day, I, I was like, like I, I haven't seen, seen you in so long. so long, and it probably was not that. Long. Probably like a week, but yeah. <laughs> a very if long, I go, if I go like a. Like the work week without seeing you, I'm like, God, these girls, are they okay? I know. <laughs> miss you guys. I've been going through a rough patch. Guys, don't miss Rachel and Chloe. Follow them on Twitter. <gasps> yeah. Oh my God, transition, you bitch. I know, I'm really good at my job. <laughs> <laughs> they were going to do it, but they did it. They crapped out. We just go, <laughs> we just took a collective breath and then giggled. <laughs> so breathy. Wow. That was. I hope the bikes got how breathy <laughs> I was like paused in anticipation and then nothing happened. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> Rachel's trying to make it happen again. <laughs> oh my God, they're planning it now. This is so Rachel. painful. They both do improv, by the way. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I tried again now. Follow us. That's it? That's what you were trying to do? I hate it. I'm at... (laughs) Go ahead. At Real Real Slim Slim Chata. Also my podcast, Add a Little Help, Please. Yep. PLS. And then follow me on Instagram, at Rachel Chata. Um, um, Oh, God. You can follow Chloe (laughs) at at It's the Chew. Instagram at... Chloe Chloe underscore underscore Patterson Patterson underscore. underscore. (laughs) That's it. Hell yeah. Guys... Light Treason News is a 100% listener-supported show. Please go to lighttreason.news, sign up to support us for as little as $5 a month or a one-time donation. Mm. You are funding everything, every episode, every single interview, every time you laugh, every time you cry. I hope you're not crying. I hope you uh, But wow. Like in a fun way. Oh, okay. Uh, thanks Maybe for listening. Fun cry. You're all amazing. And while you're at it, get out there and cause a little trouble. Love Love you. you.